0: back to the ticket water cooler on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com
1: Here on the ticket water cooler on a Tuesday afternoon, of course, happy hour coming up next. As we have a great, uh, great lineup for you to uh, cover what's going on in the world of the Huskers in sports. Lots of uh, lots of players at the podium today. Uh, Tony White, uh, as well as a few other defensive assistants, with Terrence Knighton was up there. Um, please Gunnarsson, I think, went up there. So uh, we'll continue to report on that as the information comes out. Before winter went to break, though, we did ask a question. If you have have one you're gonna finish one and one after minnesota in colorado what game would you choose uh, a lot of people probably thinking back to the rivalry would like to take colorado uh, nick you've already made it known you're taking the big 10 west game uh ben digman on facebook says minnesota is more important as it's a conference and a west division game you need that way more um so you kind of got that side of it um but i know there's a <laughs> there's some feelings for Colorado too. A- Aaron yeah. says would kill me to lose to Colorado, <laughs> but we really need that conference win at Minnesota. Um,
0: I'll, I'll be honest though, thinking. like there's also a way that I think, um, being realistic, you can if if Nebraska ends up beating Minnesota, then I th- I would take them as the upper hand on the road at Colorado.
1: If Nebraska beats Minnesota, all of a sudden. You know, I think that four and O talk is is only guarded by a loss to, to, to Minnesota. But, oh,
0: I agree. Yeah if, yeah, if
1: they if they can get that win, then they're. I mean, they're going to be favored one way or the other. But if they get that win, I, I think. Uh, but if they get that win, I mean, then you're really looking at it, and and you know, I think that can greatly changed the dynamic of what the season and how we see it. And that's what makes this you know, so much on the stick, so, so good for, for week one, um, is, is to, the, the ability to get over that hump. Again, they've lost, they've lost to Minnesota four straight years. Yeah. You know, we start to add up these streaks of Iowa and Wisconsin, and, mm-hmm. and Minnesota's starting to build one of their own. Uh, so uh, some more of a response off the he, text line.
0: Here's a question for you, Bach. Mm-hmm. So the, the spread right now for Nebraska and Minnesota is at eight. Minnesota. When it when it yeah in favor of Minnesota when it opened up a couple months ago it was eight and a half so it, to be fair it's dropped a half point in favor of Nebraska but are you taking Nebraska to cover the eight?
1: I do think it'll be a close do they, game. Do they lose by one score? Right <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I do think it'll be a close game. I think Minnesota a lot of the time is kind of set up. They've got their own challenges. New offensive coordinator losing a lot of their their players that they've relied on over the years. That's tough. I, I think I, I think I would. I would take Nebraska on that side of it. I still favor Minnesota to to, okay. to win the game, but not by much. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's a pretty good number for it. Mhm. Yeah. Uh, Giltner says beat Minnesota sets the tone for the Big 10. And uh, Bib says that, just sink that boat. Minnesota's by, by far more important win.
0: That's my thing is like I I am st- I think there's a lot of Husker fans starving for that feeling of we are 1-0 and right now and because Nebraska hasn't had that. Remember the Mike Riley year when when they lost to BYU on the Hail Mary? Oh, his first game. ESPN, yeah. ESPN made this big old deal about how Nebraska's won so many uh, home games to start the season in a row. And it was like, man, this one just feels weird. But then Taysom Hill gets hurt in that game and Tanner Magnum comes in. And you're like, all right we should be okay with Tanner Magnum at quarterback and they end up getting a Hail Mary. And it feels like ever since then, Nebraska's just very rarely started 1 and 0. And man, I, I selfishly want to do a post-game show where Nebraska's 1 and 0 and we can have that conversation of is this the year that Nebraska goes back to being undefeated in non-conference play? And yes, you can still have that conversation, but man, going into that Michigan game and we can do this. The guys in the locker room, not necessarily. Don't want to look ahead. But, man, it would be so much better to go in with a 1-0 and record in the conference and a 4-0 and overall record or even a 3-1 and overall record with a 1-0 and record in the conference into that Michigan game. Yeah. yeah. Because then it's, understandably so, you're going to be the underdog against Michigan. Michigan is a national champion contender. And it's, all right, you were 3-2, and you won your three non-con games, but you're zero and two in the conference. What what does that do for you in terms of conference? Nobody at the end of the year is going to say, "Well, at least you were three and zero in the non-con." That's <laughs> okay. that's the tough part.
1: Uh, other other uh, uh, one two five six. By the way, says anything anyone saying anything other than Colorado is crazy. Got to have Colorado, old rival, terrible team. Have to win it. Um, I I do think that there would be a lot of embarrassment if Nebraska do, does lose to Colorado. I don't, I don't think Colorado is going to be very competitive with TCU. Um it could be wrong, but uh, we, we'll see. I just think that they the overtaking that they have taken of completely flipping that roster. And I understand it was a one-win team to begin with, so you can say how much worse can it get? Maybe they got a few better athletes there. But that th- this is something that I don't think there's enough emphasis on like if 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 Dion makes this work, this could change the way that new coaching hires happen, and I I don't think anybody mm-hmm. can you know just roll in and do it. But if Dion proves that 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 is, if they get to a bowl game or something, I mean yeah. that's that's a new way to legitimately. This is like a, a he's like a mad scientist right now doing what he's doing. If if it works though, you know it won't look so mad, and people people will get it done. So I I think Nebraska's got to beat beat Colorado. Um, yeah. I, I mean i I just think there'll be a lot of egg on your face if you don't because I think that that's going to be pretty close to the northwestern discussion they had last year where how many teams are going to lose to Colorado and then the other thing is you know Colorado has now put an even they already had a target on their back, I suppose um but it, with Dion coming in, but now that they're leaving the pac twelve and you go through that um, if you didn't hear Dan Lanning the other day was kind of saying, well yeah. what, you know what have they what have they done since they 've been here? People are not going to be happy with Colorado. Spec 12 has their meetings today for another TV contract. They've had meetings, you know, all the time. Never come out with a TV contract, but they've got they've got another meeting
0: today. Check this out. Travis has an interesting take on here, um, and and I, I somewhat I somewhat ag- agree with that. Travis says this: when Nebraska loses to Minnesota, Okay, I'm going to change a word in your your text, Travis. If Nebraska loses to Minnesota, the Colorado game is the biggest needed win in a few years. Dropping to 0 and 2 this year after all the quote change would shoot down confidence. Now, what I would respond to that is that back in 2018, Nebraska started 0 and 6. That's right. And that did absolutely nothing in terms of shooting down any confidence. There, there was there yeah. was there was there was plenty of confidence had to get it back. going in twenty nineteen going yeah. into the second year. Because right? of the way the season ended, though, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But I'm saying one thing. I will say is that if Nebraska was to start zero two this year, there's a lot of season left. There's number one. There's a lot of season left. Number two. At the end of the year, if Nebraska finishes four and eight or five and seven, people are going to go. Ah, just it's just different. It's different. That's what Matt Rule does. That's Matt Rule's track yeah. record. He's bad in year one. So either way, I don't know if there's going to be conf- a lack of confidence going into like year two and year three under Matt Rule, yeah. Because because fans are always going to be able to say, hey, look at the track record, the track records there. Now after year three, if Nebraska's still losing games, or if in year three Nebraska starts, you know, zero and four, or, or you know, they finish the season three and nine, which if you look at the schedule, is it's a little gut wrenching. Um, then I think maybe you don't have that track record.
1: Well, I think it's too interesting of, just
0: to go back on.
1: Just bringing up the biggest needed win in years. Has there been a game that that felt must win to you as opposed to can't lose? <laughs> right. It's it's always more the can't. And, and I know that that's a, a small difference, but it it does kind of feel that. I think when you go back to Illinois, we were all saying that two years ago, leading into that game, can't lose that game. So that's kind of your must win game. Same situation last year with Northwestern, where we were. Looking back at the at the in Illinois game and saying it's going to yeah. be another year, they dropped both those and both those seasons, you know, went poorly. And by the, by the end, you, obviously you're, you're, you have a new coach in, in place here in Matt Rule. So I mean, I don't know. I mean i I don't know if I can put too much of a must win emphasis on a year one. Um, as opposed to previous years, because you know you're you're not at the breaking point of man, we're gonna have to start all over. You are already starting over, but it, it kind of changes the way you look at a must win game. Is like, yeah, this can really springboard you, you. You
0: know what's so wild? So like, just to kind of get some more, th- in terms of recent like must wins or like most important games, I just I just searched Nebraska Cornhuskers 2021 football schedule, and. This season, as I'm looking through the scores, and I, I have 22's, 22's schedule pulled up as well. And, like, in 2021 specifically, what, what a heartbreaking and difficult year. I mean, so you start out, you look bad against Illinois, and, and you lose by 8, right? Mm-hmm. I, I remember saying how important that game was because you knew that you were going to be 3-0. If if you beat Illinois, mm-hmm. right, and we saw it this year with Nebraska in twenty twenty one with Nebraska, I mean, where Nebraska could have gotten a, a conference win right off the bat, same as last year, but let's say Nebraska beats Illinois, you're three and zero heading to the road game against Oklahoma, where you lost by a seven points to a top ten Oklahoma Sooners team, and then you follow that up with. A pretty dominant defensive performance against the best running back in the country in Kenneth Walker III, oh, yeah. and you still lose. And it's like, alright, well, Nebraska's now 0-2, let's see how they respond next week. They respond with a 56-7, to the Jock has yet coming out game right. against Northwestern, and then you lose a heartbreaker against Michigan because of an Adrian Martinez fumble. And then you lose by seven at Minnesota. You lose by five against Purdue. You lose by nine against Ohio State. You lose by seven against Wisconsin. And you lose by seven against Iowa. The, just the, 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 so close. But now as we've seen it and things we know, you are so far away. Yeah. So close, but yet so far.
1: Yeah, that's why, I, I, I mean, I'll go to my grave thinking. I, I don't know about last year. I, I don't think that was the decision, especially going into the final few games of 2021 and saying, yeah, we're going to keep Scott Frost. I think if you waited till that Iowa game, remember how frustrating that was, the block punt. I mean, Kirk Ferentz is, is kicking field goals
0: down like 17 in the, in the third I, quarter. I was sitting up in the Iowa City press box thinking, They're kicking a field goal with just a few minutes left in the game because they are so confident that they're getting this ball back. Yeah. And they got the ball back. (laughs) I mean, it works. Um, But, I mean, that's – Shout out to Chris Kolarvik for intercepting – Hey, there you uh, go. Uh, Padilla's pass. Padilla. That's right.
1: What, what, a, what a great Alex way Padilla. to end that season was, though. Uh, that was uh, that was exciting last year. But two years ago, I think if you waited that huh. long, yeah. you would have just probably let Frost go.
0: How about this? Drew and Wahoo with a good fact. 2019 was the last time Nebraska won its home opener against South Alabama. Cam Taylor Britt had a pick six in that game, if I remember correctly, uh, against South Alabama. That game was on... Was like on ESPN or something? Was it really? I, I think I believe it was on ESPN. Um, but Drew and Wahoo says three years in a row losing the home opener or just ho- just opener. Yeah, right. I, I would like to know um, when was the last time Nebraska went on the road in the first game and won yeah. in their first game of the year and won.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting schedule. I mean, road compared to Ireland. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, I don't. Well, know. Well, yes, yeah, so neutral neutral site or road, either, yeah. neutral
0: site or road game.
1: But to, I, I'm glad you brought that Mike Riley one back up because I mean, of all the things that by 20 2015, I believe, yeah, by 2015, all the records that had subsided was one that hadn't was Nebraska winning their first game that that dated back to 1986. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, you went from 80s, you went 20 years, whatever, without losing a first game. Now we're just we're just used to it. I mean it, well, it's it's sad but I mean hopefully that changes. And
0: I'll be honest like so this this the, my question might be tough to answer because Nebraska in, in the mid 2000s, they very rarely went on the road to start. It, it was very, right. very often did they have first, their first two games were home games, and then they'd go one road game, whether that be like Washington or Virginia Tech back in the late 2000s um, or, or such. So that, that question might be a little tougher, but man, like I'm going through all these, and it's 49 to 10 wins, it's 47 or 40 to 7 wins. It's. Um, Forty-eight to nine wins. It, it, it's just not that fifty-five to seven. It's just not that.
1: Yeah, well, it's crazy. To be fair, too, they're playing a lot better competition with they the Big are. Ten instituting these week ones. Nebraska's been thrown into a conference opponent the last three years. Is that is that continuing next year? I have to double check, but um,
0: it, it is, it yeah. is. But like, that's my thing. Is like you're getting thrown into conference opponents, but it's not like you're getting thrown in. Besides the COVID year, you're not getting thrown into Ohio State. Yeah. You're not getting thrown in. Huh? You're not getting thrown into Michigan like a like a Big Ten East team is. Well, they haven't been regularly beating anybody in the Big Ten. You're so right, but like, but like, thank goodness Nebraska's not Indiana where they're having to start <laughs> out the season with Ohio State. <laughs>
1: All right, let's take a quick break here on the Tom ticket water cooler.
0: Yeah, that is true.
1: We'll be back right after this.